reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. Well, we are back. It is episode number 67 of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, and we are down here in Oak Hill Post Taylor Park Casting Championship, stop number two at the Marine Discovery Center. Stop number two of the tour. Of the tour. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, we definitely required a few folks to go the distance Mm -hmm. this afternoon. A uh, yeah. little bit lighter attendance than we had uh, hoped for, but uh, we just need to take the moment to uh, remind everybody that uh, even when it looks a little cloudy outside, when it's a little breezy, just say to yourself, don't be a pussy. Mm-hmm. It's rain or shine. It's yeah. rain or shine. Rain or shine. The, Good times uh, could be had. Regardless, regardless of the weather plenty of uh covered, covered space and and uh picnic tables and all that kind of stuff so we can either wait Hang around out, and yeah. have a couple casts between or whatever we yeah. can do we could figure it out There's i mean rain. if you if you really do the math um the less casting due to inclement weather would probably mean a higher uptake of beer mm-hmm so yeah who's winning now it's motherfuckers just <laughs> yeah just it's a just a numbers game <laughs> The, I think a good showing though. Yeah, I think some great casting. Absolutely, and again, um, uh, competitors from as far away as Jacksonville, Orlando, Orlando. and Fort Pierce, uh, Vero, uh, something like that. Something, yeah, yeah, area. Um, we had the comeback kid. Yes, we had from a from following up the pack to. I think third place. Third place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A um, little bit more challenge was a little breezy. Yes. This time. It I know was that was kind of frustrating. So good. I mean, good casting, though. There wasn't anybody that was really, really no. hurting. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, I do like the fact that we had a couple people that used the left hand <laughs> that <laughs> cast and casted with their. With left, their left hand, right? right. Yeah, as righties, I uh, I, do, I like that part <laughs> a lot. So, so for those of uh, you that aren't familiar, um, when when we set up the course uh, so far at both stops, um, we have a hole that requires if you're right-handed that you would be making a backcast to hit your target likewise the next hole or adjacent hole um is set up so that if you're opposite you also are going to be forced to make a back cast so it's like 
even Steven. You know, lefties and righties both are going to make that back cast at one of, and in this case it was holes six and seven. Um, so um, we had marked next to the casting mat uh, with sidewalk chalk, um, right hand back cast and left hand back cast. Mm. Um, apparently. <laughs> A couple of our competitors read that to mean literally mm-hmm. that use your left hand. You had to use your left hand mm-hmm. at that station and the right hand at the other. I, know, I don't know how, how both of them did, but they did mention that one of them did okay. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, damn, <laughs> that is some good cast. Absolutely, it pays to be ambidextrous. It mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. There's there's times that you're going to need to toss the rod over and make that cast. The so. um, well, those times would be the times where I'm probably not going to catch the fish. <laughs> but I can backcast. Um, I don't know that I would need to switch and try to be ambidextrous. Um, one winter, I decided I was going to try mm-hmm. and, and force myself to learn uh, a little bit, you know, try to get proficient or yeah. at least capable of, of being able to cast with either hand. And that lasted like three trips. Yep. And I think the uh the carrot that uh caused me to end that experiment was uh probably like lead eyes to the back of the head a couple of times mm-hmm. too many and i was like you know what fuck my right I, hand i just don't know like the usefulness there is to be the other way i mean uh, well if a you, party trick yeah it'd Good be a cool trick. party trick yeah yeah, yeah. um you could be like the badass of the casting pond that right. I cast or something. Ooh, right. Hmm, maybe. There's probably an award for that. Like left and right-handed rods. Yep. Like, <laughs> which one's better? Uh, I can handle a rod with either hand. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I can handle one rod at each hand. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had one, one person today that uh, took full advantage of this opportunity to test his own skill. He carried two rods. He brought a seven and an eight weight, got two flies from us and made the hole with two rods. So, you know, maximizing the opportunity. So kudos to him for thinking outside the box and saying, Hey, this is a perfect opportunity. I'm going to bring, my seven and my eight stick, mm-hmm. and get in some good casting practice. He did uh, pretty yeah. well, right? Yeah. yeah. He was just yeah. out of the money, too. Yep, just out of the money. Yeah. After, <laughs> well, he was in the money. He was right. in the money. He was in the money <laughs> until uh, chemo brain was right. corrected. We got Steve Harveyed. <laughs> Major <laughs> like, cash hand. He made up yeah. the money between the caddies. Right, yeah. <laughs> For yeah, those of you that good. didn't attend. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We we had a mishap and we awarded first prize to uh, the second place guy and then went was, down. Yeah, there was one that got missed. Well, mm-hmm. well, uh, so to make it worse, I started by awarding the money to the third place, to the second place, yeah. and then announced right. the yeah. first place. And then at that point, there was a call from the uh, spectators gallery mm-hmm. that uh, my ability to read scorecards was lacking and uh, it was confirmed it was uh two two cards had stuck together and uh i made a mistake 
So I'm going to kick my soapbox out for a second. Just say in this time, in these times <laughs> of cell phones, texting, typing, handwriting's not getting any better. No, <laughs> they don't teach it right. anymore. Yeah, it, it's so not a. It's it, it, things happen. Yeah, you know, mistakes can be made. Yes. We're not talking. There's not like calligraphy. This is not no. like beautiful mm-hmm. penmanship. This is chicken the, scratch, right? And there's nothing <laughs> right on out there. You're, <laughs> you're walking around and you have your card in, in your hand, hand, right? And it's mm-hmm. you know maybe bend over and write it on the concrete or something, or, or somebody's yeah. back, right? You know? The the funny thing Tim Williams and I were laughing at, and it's like one of those like funny not funny was the caddies. It got a full range of emotions in about oh, yeah. about two minutes. They went from utter excitement because the guy who won third, he won 30 bucks, and he had his son and his two nephews with him. And so he gave them each 10 bucks, and they were all excited. <laughs> and then... Larry's mistake comes then into play. The mistake comes in, and Alex is like, we're not taking who's the guy who really went there was like we're not taking the money from those kids but they had already like had this <laughs> meeting already and it already back. turned the money back in yeah. it was like you watch the high and then like oh, all man. three were sad but the youngest was like really oh. sad trying to like I don't know if he lost it or was just trying not to but he was like right on the edge if he didn't and then Alex like like the money got handed back to him but he like walked it back and he watched their spirits go up and and then, uh, and then, forty-five seconds later, one of them got stung by a bee. <laughs> right. So they're like back down. Boom. You know, the the pure joy that those three had. Oh yeah. Throughout the entire event. Yeah. Um, probably the highlight of which, um, <laughs> you know, when you're hosting an event uh, as the hosts, we try our best when it when it's a family friendly type atmosphere which this definitely is yep. and was um on the northwest corner of the stage at the <laughs> amphitheater i believe carl was the first to see it <laughs> there was a rather large um pellet. nocturnal owl. raptor mm-hmm. pellet mm-hmm. um big owl shit um, on the corner, and You're always got to keep your eyes peeled. You, know? <laughs> you never know. And uh, Carl pointed it out to the to the kids, or the kids saw it. And uh, you know, I was like trying to be like, "Well, uh, you probably don't want to play." It. And then, <laughs> and then, then Dad comes over and says, "Nah, man, you guys get into it. Just uh, don't put your hands in your mouth after you do it." Yeah. And they we dug through. A, we suggested a stick. He suggested their fingers. <laughs> yes, that, yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. I was like, guys, you might want to like use a stick. And he's like, no, just use your fingers. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. We're on the same page. But uh, it was actually kind of cool to see those kids uh, checking out. You know, like getting getting their hands and dirty, like, doing a little doing a little field study, and mm-hmm. then walking you over bones and be like, what is this? Yeah, what's this one? <laughs> oh, that's a foot. <laughs> What? <laughs> and then didn't they use the foot to scratch somebody? To scratch, yeah, they yeah. came up. No, the youngest one came up. No, he came up to me and he goes, like, there's like crusted owl poop on yeah. this like claw foot. He's like, runs it right down my arm. He goes, I scratched you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. It was funny. He knows you've been to Asia, so you can't get to bird foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fair. <laughs> I've had it twice. Right. In November, before everyone knew what it was. Um, 
overall, though, I mean, the again, l- really, really lucky with with weather. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. raining balls at my house when I left mm-hmm. to show up there. I mean, and as a crow's fly, a crow's fly, it's not really that far. No, not at all. So I was surprised. Five or six it, miles. Yeah. Real surprised that it was as clear. And then it actually brightened up the last it half did. of it. Well, yeah. Driving from MDC down here to do the podcast, like the pavement turned wet. Yeah. Down here, no mm-hmm. kill. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if we'd have been holding the event here, it would have been raining for sure. Um, the casting couch made it all the way from Deland without getting wet for mm-hmm. a second time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insanity. I think it needs a nice. It could use a wash. Right. And, and for, for those of you that were Rinse. like on the bubble thinking about coming and you're like, I don't know, the weather looks kind of, you know, iffy. You also missed our free hot dog bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, free hot Larry's dog bar. Dogs. Uh, Larry's dogs is up and running. Business is good. Yeah. All beef. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, did Hebrew Nationals. Mm-hmm. And the... Shabbat Shalom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> uh, and the, the 50 Kapoor 50 raffle, too. That oh, that's right. Cool. That's yeah, we idea. added that yeah. component in. Yeah. Um, Who wound up winning that? I didn't, I wasn't. Um, uh, Will. Will. Okay. Will. Yeah. Will nice. Davids. Um, Will and his whole clan are like always lucky, always, mm-hmm. always doing well on our raffles. Um, I guess. It's a good segue to talk a little bit about the dinghy derby. Uh, it's going to be here a whole lot sooner than you can believe. Um, we actually have had our first registration for oh, the nice. dinghy derby. Hot dog. Um, Jack Hot diggity dog. <laughs> Jacqueline from all the way up in yeah. Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. has mm-hmm. already purchased her registration for the poker run, the dinghy derby. And, uh, has also started her own I was gonna say, well, fundraising. Yes, first, first donation mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we've got an, two, uh, another item for Dusty to Krusty, and another item for the raffle. Yes. Mini Derby as well. Addition today. Yep. New addition today. The uh, Winston is a stud. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. beautiful. That's a yeah. stud stick. Yeah. Super fast. Mm-hmm. The um, thingy before the dinghy. Um, I actually just posted this afternoon uh, on our Facebook page a Facebook event for that. And if you don't follow us on Facebook, um, you know, it's a lot of the same content that you might see on Instagram. Um, there's a little difference in what we put over there uh, from time to time. Um, just, you know, like links to articles about, you know, things that are going on conservation-wise in the lagoon, whatnot, that you can't really do on Instagram. But uh, insofar as the event goes, um, we are going to have uh, barbecue uh, served at the thingy before the dinghy. Um, That will be, you know, a per-plate, you know, Sold the barbecue will be sold per plate, and I believe right now they're planning on doing barbecue chicken, pulled pork, as well as uh, like St. Louis style ribs. Mm. So mm-hmm. you'll be able to get like a rib plate or a pulled pork plate or a pulled chicken, and uh, 
the the two dudes that uh, have generously offered up their time are also going to supply all of the meat, the fixings, everything. So when you purchase a plate, 100% of your plate cost goes straight into the MDC donation. So if you do follow the page on Facebook and you can smash that going to the event button, uh, if you really are, Mm -hmm. please do. Yeah. Um, Because it's going to help us convey to them how much they're going to need to get at the grocery store. That's going to be a lot of planning. Because when when the barbecue runs out, the barbecue runs out. Um, We hope that, you know, we get an accurate number of folks that are coming. Then Larry's dogs back in business. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's right. (laughs) So, mm -hmm. Doggy Daddy, bring your heart. Your heart dog heart. Mm. Hot dog. Heart dog. Heart dog. Ah, fire marshal bill. <laughs> Wait, so if, if we're having food and it's per plate, yes. does that mean we can classify this as a gala? Oh, can we? The thingy before the dingy gala? No, right. the thingy before the dingy is more Do like a shindig. Low, right. It's a shindig or a yeah. soiree. Oh, okay. That's fair. Is there any like? There's no pomp and circumstance involved. Ecological, no. no. Like a lot of belching and farting. Is there like any kind of like ecological situation that we could like attach ourselves to? Yeah, like I don't know, like couple weeks or so. Well, let's just wait and see. Anybody? Anybody? Something might drop out of the sky. Right. You know, I had a I had an idea um, that we might want to come up with some awards mm-hmm. that we could give out. But um, if we're going to do awards, we have to figure out like people that are associated already with the show to and win those to, awards. We need to have that music to play them off. Mark, I got you know what I'm talking about? Like when they, about you. When they do... Uh, no, you give you give Jacqueline like most conservation minded mm-hmm. because she started like two different fundraisers raising money mm-hmm. for this already. Um, and we tell her we're going to give it to her in advance so she can prepare a speech. Yeah, but like at the Grammys or Emmys or these award shows, if these people are like too busy thinking they're third cousins, they'll start to play <laughs> that music. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Like make them like, okay, like, thank yeah. you so much. They just start start the music right in the middle. Right. Yeah. Have to get them off that. here. Yeah. Yeah. Just a boom box. Like click. What about the hook? Can we get like the oh, shepherd's right. yeah, crook? Yeah. yeah. Crook. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a good time. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think awards are cool. God, what, are, what would be some good ones? Here's an idea. Just send us, DM us right. some ideas and yeah, some, right, some, right. some awards. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. last prepared. Least prepared. <laughs> no, 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 no. The person that gets their boat finished. The closest to the cutoff. 7 a.m. If you get it done at 6 30. Okay. No, somebody's going to have a broken motor at the ramp, fix it, and that'll be it. Here's the deal, though. If we're going to give out those kind of awards, I'm going to selfishly want to retroactively award myself (laughs) one from two years ago (laughs) for dropping a boat off at Larry's house at midnight. Well, then then I I want the award for surviving Ben's allegedly. Derby ready boat because mm-hmm. when it's we launched it and I got on 
and your deck had no non-skid on it. Yeah. And I ice skated down through your boat (laughs) into the cockpit. This is why we need GoPros. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) I did the same thing, and I, like, slid and, like, stuck my feet on the trans. I would have gone straight into the lagoon. Where did... Why did we ditch the Ginu? What was that for? That was... Broke or something. That was when I had my Ginu. It was a just was a sandbar meetup. Yeah, that was okay. a sandbar okay. meetup. That's right. Um, and I had a Johnson nine nine on it, mm-hmm. and it had some issues and died. And we need to do a sandbar meetup sometime between now and the Derby. Yeah, sure. I would say we're doing the next thing on the fifteenth. Yeah, probably tight to get one in before that. No, it's like the twenty fifth. Well, it's as of right now. Well, I gentlemen, I hate to remind you of this, but uh, there's a thing called Sunday Fun Day. (laughs) We could do the sandbar meetup like around lunch time. Oh, baby! And then say to everybody, "We'll see you at MDC for the." Third stop of the TPCC. Right. I like it. That's why you're the think tank. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a tank for sure. <laughs> so, so, let's, so let's go. You should have seen me trying to find pants that fit to come to this thing tonight. <laughs> let's do uh, a sandbar meetup, casting, and then a show. Oh, yeah. See who makes it. Oof. See if Ben. Right. Uh, Mark, you have to go to Montana, ben, though, yeah. in between. Yeah. Can, yeah. You, can you squeeze in another trip in the next two Don't weeks? worry. I got a Montana mm-hmm. story tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ben's like, thank no, God I like, get to know. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look. Double, Double shot espresso. We're pre-gaming now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, at least you don't snore, like, quick. Oh, like, right off the rip. Snore. Yeah. It wasn't long enough. Um <laughs> To be fair, from my view, it was about three seconds. <laughs> it wasn't it was long. It was just enough for him to nod, but he was quiet enough. And then that he like Mark ran into I the like yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in the microphone. Oh, I was nuts. so. I'm not gonna lie. I was so excited because I as soon as you're like, we'll record after. I was like, <sighs> all right, game face. And then I was like, this is perfect. We're eating the hot dogs at the thing. We'll get there by 8.30, and there'll be no <laughs> messing around. We'll just fire up the board. We've all like had our chit-chatting and talking at the event. I'm like, we're nope. going to record. Ben's going to be rolling by 11.30. And we all sat in the living room, and I was like, why did you even think it would go any other way? <laughs> to be fair, you're, you sat in the living room first. Yeah, because Larry wasn't here yet. And you look, and it looked very inviting. It did. I. And then there we was, were. For those of you that haven't been to the chill into Larry's humble abode here, his couches are pristine, on point, they're mint. very comfortable, mint condition. Point there, I'm here for the long haul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna make it past midnight. They're that good level between broken in. You know, mm-hmm. super comfortable, broken in. And factory fresh. And factory fresh. Mm-hmm. They're not too far gone. Mm-hmm. They're not all... It's not the casting couch. No, no. Cast couch got some miles on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of miles you don't she want to think about. She ain't for looks. Yeah. I, I think she came from the factory with a few miles on yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't for looks and she ain't for comfort either, really. 
It's a utility vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the kind of couch you don't want to think about, like when you're trying to fall asleep at night. Mm. Just, man, well, just get the, you worrying. You know, here's <laughs> what here's what I'll tell it just you. Just brings up concerns. The last person that slept on it didn't think about it, and he thought the lady that owned the house said that he could sleep there. So, oh right, yeah, he was. Um, wow, it was his birthday. Urban he was out, just crashing. Ur- urban outdoorsman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A vagrant. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what's everybody been up to since we last sat around and chewed the fat a lot of cruising <laughs> putting hours on that boat putting hours on the going to different little islands and finding fish you're still doing your summer break still right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mark's on that 100-hour break-in plan. Mm-hmm. He's ready for school to start. Oh, for sure. Because that means getting back to fishing. Yeah. Me time. Not, not A little bit less like cruising and, and uh, summer camp. Summer camp cruising, a little bit more fishing. Correct. So uh, you did depart and uh, went out west again. Yes. This time was... Well, we fished a little bit, but it was to learn about conservation of all things. And uh, wait, are we allowed to talk about this? <laughs> We're not qualified, right, Carl? If only if you just listen carefully, right? There's an award for 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 this, <laughs> right? <laughs> so this time we partnered up with TU, which is Trout Unlimited, for those folks who don't know, and it was a river a complete river restoration that used to be an old gold mine slough okay i guess you know they clear cut everything and made the river run straight okay rivers don't run straight in nature right so they went you know back up to the mouth a little feeder creek started from there it's not nine miles okay smart people so do they go back and like look at historical maps and try to restore it to its original channel or this is just typically yes okay the the couple other projects we saw going on not the one we are working on but the one we were working on had no historical information it was it was dug to be new or was it a river before no it was a river before and then they found gold in the hills there's gold in them their hills yeah and so they diverted it made it a straight line for nine miles and then started what they say 30 feet down is where the gold kind of so it was all 30 feet deep everywhere or the amount of the land around it was 30 feet lower than it used to be. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so now you have big mounds of, what do they call it? Spoil. Yes. And, Overburden. And uh, what's the... What's the trying, to, trying to remember all my it's the Discovery yeah. Channel. That's um, what I'm trying to... Dis- it's the stuff that doesn't have like, everything else. That you Tailings? Have. Tailings. Okay. You know... When you got it, you got it Larry. <laughs> so, and those just run straight down and you can see the different years they use lidar okay 
and we're able to like look at to map out okay well this elevation is not normal that's you know a tailing uh-huh and you could see the different ones but i mean complete river restoration i mean so do they like bring in like big excavators and uh d8s okay uh i had a couple of those running big old they let you drive it did you ask i would ask oh, i did i did um Squirrel told me no. Squirrel. Squirrel was the driver. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reason being is he had just broke because it all runs off GPS now. So he he just pretty much puts it in reverse or forward, and then and it just then runs can, a program. Yep, and you can see the blade move. You know to build terrain elevation. That's how they do golf courses too. It's pretty they set wild. up like a like a laser mm-hmm. in it follows like so these machines are just running you're just sitting in it right yeah, so the surveyor has you know this ipod thing yeah with the whole program that you know he already mapped out like the old surveyors you see uh-huh and it runs the program on you know the big excavators and the d8s and you just see the blade move and create but it's everything from taking out all those tailings because it's polluted with all the past chemicals and you know whatever whatever else and planting trees natural grass it's is it was there a section of the river that was like done so the it's been in the works now they started in 2017 and i guess government back channels, permits, wildlife surveys for... A lot of red tape. Oh, yeah. They finally got started a couple years ago, so they got seven miles done. So, mile one looks like nature would have made Created it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, nothing big. You know, small willows, grass, logs to create pools... We, there's a guy that sits in an office and he made the river. Like, we're going to put this root ball here. Right. To make this eddy this way or hmm. swirl or riffle. So, I mean, they're putting everything, they're making a river. Okay. I didn't get qualified to do that job. I want to sit there and design rivers. Like know, it's it's kind of weird. Like hydrodynamic. Fun. River it's design wild. or something. Who knows what that is. And it's all blueprinted. So so the fish that are living in the river, mm-hmm. do you guys like go down the river giving notice that they're, you're going to be rearranging the living room? So they do. Well, being sarcastic, yes, they let the fish know. Um, we did work explosions. one section of the river where they had to divert water mm-hmm. and so they diverted it so they could start rebuilding that area right and we went in there with you know montana wildlife and fisheries or whatever with looks like a ghostbuster pack with electrodes so <laughs> this is the part i was hoping that you would get to so this is the uh, electroshock yes and 
my question has always been, if it's fucking up the fish, like, can you feel anything in the water? Cause are you in the water? Or is everybody, oh, you're, everybody's in the water. Or is it like, you know, like an old, um, you know, like emergency uh, episode where they're like getting the paddles out and they're like, clear, clear, you know, so, like, <laughs> you know, everybody gets to the fuck they're out of the water before they shock here, it. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, we were on foot. Uh, you stood behind the two probes. Right. Biologist. <laughs> that were shocking the fish. If you do biology, you're a real probe. But uh, so yeah, you know it would stun the fish, and you'd have to because it's only a few seconds that the fish is stunned. So you got to get in there with your net really fast. And, so, uh, get in there with your oh, gig oh, real okay. fast. Oh, yeah. so, so, so when the when the fish is stunned, do they like like roll up yeah, onto the flash. surface? Yeah, they kind of flash up, and then you're like, oh fuck. Electro gets a little further away. Killed so, it. Fucking out taser and fish. Oh yeah. (laughs) Don't taste me, bro. Dude, we need to get we need to get a sticker with Mark standing over a creek. Don't taste me, bro. So all right. So Mark, you know, being a go-getter, like never gonna get to do this again. Up floats a fish. Mark goes after it. Finds a slippery rock, mm-hmm. goes down in the water in front of the probes, <laughs> forgets the safe word. Watermelon. <laughs> so it tingles. Banana cognac. It <laughs> the, 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 bananas Foster. Bananas Foster. <laughs> <laughs> the, the safe word was out. I couldn't remember that. <laughs> so it, there is a little tingle. You kept saying "ouch," and they're like waiting on. Did he say "ouch" or "out"? No, it was like "shh, not a t-. <laughs> So you know, I was like, oh, "I'm good, I'm good." You know, they're like, "Oh, you okay?" Yeah. Thank God. I was like, I, I tripped in a hole back there. I, I didn't. I fell. Did you notice, on, like, after falling in the water, that the. the Label on the Ghostbusters machine was the Pekka Record 4000. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing goes up, I think they were like right around 300 volts. So what's in volts? What, they're like like book bags, they're like backpacks, and wear them on the it looks with straps like a hiking frame. So and it just has like and a shit ton has, of car batteries in it, or what you know, this conductor box, and then it has the uh probe. Like the trolling, like a small trolling boat battery. Thank you. <laughs> so, so mm-hmm. electricity is not a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have several uh, guys that follow us on Instagram that I know are like electricians, <laughs> and I'm sure they could explain. They're cringing right now. I, well, I know I know that they can like, explain what's in your car battery that it's like. You know, it's not the voltage that kills you; it's, it's the, the current yeah. or the amperage right. or amperage. whatever. Right. But so there was there but was obviously tingle. the tickle right mm-hmm. on his pickle was was <laughs> due to the volts or the current or something. But at what le- at what level would Mark have been like totally tased? That's that's what I want to know. Because that would make for a fucking great story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark bellies up like a fish. We're going to need a bigger net. The net, the net left his head. <laughs> they did dare me to uh, dunk the boys and just see what, but no. 
the wildlife biologist wouldn't have that. <laughs> so like, they, your they, waiver does not mm-hmm. cover below the, the waist. Like these veterans are nuts. So, mm-hmm. but the thing is, it was enough to shock the fish, just kind of disorient them. But the frogs, the frogs didn't make it. The oh, frogs would go no. belly up. Oh no! Save Poor frogs. Bastards. Yeah. yeah. Poor it worth it? Save the amphibians. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. So it's not amph- amphibian unlimited. It's what, unlimited. what exactly. uh, size of the uh, fish that you guys encountered? Did, um, w- was there any that y- y'all were like, "Holy shit!" There's Granddad. So after that, once you know, I fell. They were like, mm, "Let's get you out of here," and they put me on the numbers with the uh, I don't know what you, another smart biologist calling them the fish by the Latin names, and I had to tell them, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy, buddy. So there was a brown trout pulled out, and it was 320 centimeters. Everything was done in centimeters. So I don't know how big that is. Damn metric system. Oh, no. Yeah. God dang it. <laughs> Divide by 2.5, something like that? I mean, 2.5 centimeters per a inch? A little over a foot. Okay. But uh, brown trout, uh, rainbow cutthroat hybrid, then the west slope cutthroat is what they're trying to get back in the area. That's the native fish for that river. Brook trout, which they weren't too happy about. Really? Oh, yeah, out west? Oh, they hate them. Brook trout are not. One of those... They're, like, they're not native. They're stalkers, they're not native. Right? That's so, the brown trout yeah. of the east. Well, and brown trout of everywhere, basically. They don't even really want the brown trout in there because the brown trout is just a monster and it eats mm-hmm. whatever. Everything. But they had a little over a mile and a half left on the construction, reconstruction. And then they're done. They just move on to another project. You know, it's really thankless job so is this is this public land that like you know let's say say a year from now you could take us out there and we would be able to go fish that that stream uh me and my my new friend miss betty we've come to the agreement that yes i can so it's private but the other side is public but you can't access it from the public side because of mountains so you had to hike over the mountains <laughs> to get to it. So who owns the private side? Miss Betty, I'm assuming. Miss mm-hmm. Betty. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She's, okay. She's a big proponent of this little little town, if you want to call it that, community. Was it a state funded or was her funded? Or do you not know? TU funded. TU, TU funded, funded mm-hmm. okay. which includes. Money from FEMA, money from state grants. Well, I'm that sure because they're rider. they're cleaning up, you know, the old pollution yep. from the mining operation and yep. such. But there's no ceremony. There's no gala at the end. There's no hey, look what we're doing. It's just getting the at work the done. End of it. They just. It looks move it, on to it, the next one. The, you're actually doing all of it to make it look like less. Correct. You know what I mean? Make you're it look yeah. more white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody has ever like been nobody's there. Nobody's been there yeah. before. 
Um, it's kind of hard to look over your shoulder and be like, yeah, that looks great. And we went around to a couple normal different right. local yeah. projects where, you know, they took out a dam that is no longer effective, but it was still there. But they reconstructed the whole area, planted, and doing real conservation work, not just collecting monies and... Selling hats. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's interesting... There's usually one month out of the year that U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, it's typically during the summertime, that uh, their Twitter account, they talk endlessly uh, or tweet endlessly for, for the month on removing fish barriers. Uh, and most of this work does take place like out west, mm-hmm where it might be like a creek like you're talking about or a small river um, that has tributary creeks that come into it, the there might be a road going in or out of a ranch or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of oil exploration and, and, you know, they'll cut a road in or a logging road and they put um, culverts in. Mm-hmm. And the height of the culvert itself above the creek bed they'll go in and identify that it's three inches too high for the fish to be able to jump and make it into the culvert swim through the culvert and then continue to Mm -hmm. use that watershed stretch a river Mm -hmm. so there the fish and wildlife service um does grants and people like or groups Mm -hmm. like tu will come out and they'll Excavate the road, remove the the uh, culvert pipe, dig it deeper, put it back in, and like change the elevation right. of. And now it's no longer a barrier to the fish. The fish can actually swim up to it, through it, and continue. Because mm-hmm. like it'll it'll completely like you cut off. It, it'll cut off and kill like an entire yeah. headwater yeah. to like yeah. this little stream or whatever. And and that's what happened with. The mining, it stopped the fish from being, from being able to go all the go way up, up and spawn and, and do their thing and then return to the Clark Fork outside of Missoula. Okay. And come back and do it again next year. And it was really, really eye opening. I feel like we're well past like. Putting it back. Putting it yeah. back. I was talking with them, and I'm, you know, it, of course they were asking, "Well, you, do you have any conservation going on by you guys?" I didn't bring up those guys, but you know, I told them about the work that MDC's doing, and you know, I said we don't have a national program right. that's down here, you know writing grants, getting this, telling them, hey, we got to take out these dikes if we want to restore the salt marsh, which that's what TU does. That's right. what a dam is. It's 100% with... <laughs> you know, they're all for it, all the way up in Pennsylvania or wherever else, you know. So I actually found on Twitter... Um, let me see if I can... I did a screenshot of... You know, it's it's weird because you've got, like, when it comes to Mosquito Lagoon, 
the land is owned by NASA. It's managed by U.S. Fish and Wildlife mm-hmm. Service. St. John's River Water Management District somehow has authority over it as well. Correct. So does the Florida Department of Environmental Protection. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Volusia County and Brevard County oh, okay. have some kind of say over mm-hmm. what's yep. going on. So you've got like all these crazy levels of and then people throw, that you would have to get buy-in from to do throw anything. Throw every city from but, you know, that's here down too. there. Out there, everybody's for the restoration yeah, of these waterways. And down know, here, it seems like... wants to do it. Yeah. Government. Down, down here, it's like, who can throw up um, a reason why we can't do right. it? And and that's kind of what is becoming hard to overcome. Yeah. But uh, Noah, where we get our National, weather from, oh, right? Okay. National, <laughs> National Oceanic... And, uh, they have administration. <laughs> I'm looking for my glasses because I'm Twice. trying to read this. So, <clears throat> atmospheric. Noah has uh, a, an account on Twitter called Noah Digital Coast, and I screenshotted this because I, I do want to follow up on this. It says the tweet says if you have a coastal project or issue to address in the southeast. Contact us at coastal.info at noaa.gov for resources to help you in your journey. NOAA has a, and I've been reading on their website, they have a tremendous amount of salt marsh restoration work that they've been doing up more in the northeast. And it's almost like, and, and the fucked up thing is, they're doing it in national, um, Wildlife refuges hmm. with U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Hmm. So, you know, like basically from the Chesapeake all yeah. the way up through like some of like the the marshes like in yeah. New Jersey and New York and all that. They're like, hey, we we dug these mosquito ditches. We need to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. We've got these dikes that we need to get rid of, and they're actively doing it. And it's the exact opposite. You say that down here, and they're like, "No, nah, we can't do that." Yeah, but the birds we got to manage it for the birds. Mm-hmm. Birds I mean, won't come. You know, yeah, the the birds don't go up north. Is also mm-hmm. a first line defense. They don't like it. Nope. During a hurricane. <laughs> What's that? The salt marsh during a hur- it's the first line defense. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. So I'm going to reach out and say yeah. hey like what if it's good for the goose good for the gander yeah like what's you know going what I mean? on yeah. like you know have you guys looked at what's going on down here right. this is unnatural mm-hmm. you know how do we get the ball rolling to restore it but, how do we navigate this you know, we just have so many we need more money yeah you mm-hmm. know the more cca and the other ones and little mom and pop ones we just need one you like mm-hmm. That's why I wish the MDC had a little bigger voice. Yeah. They, you know... So they do a lot of that information sharing stuff. Absolutely. Where I feel like... I don't know if they're the head of it or, or you know, what way information flows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's there are other places like MDC mm-hmm. um, and different communities up and down the coast. Whatever. Sure. So... Yeah, but who's kind of the governing body? 
as right. such. I know, you know, it's from colleges to other places like mm-hmm. them. Um, who's the who's head honcho? Uh, it's I can't think of the name right off the top of my head. Is it like there's the Indian River Lagoon Council, right? But I believe they're a non-governmental body made up of representatives from all these government agencies. Okay. And they get together, they talk a lot about what the plan needs to be, but they don't have any control over funding that would get the plan completed. Right. They're just, they're planners. They plan and plan and plan, and then they share their plans Mm -hmm. with the entities that could create the funding to do it. And we just Um, always get, you know, here's here's the problem. It seems so convoluted. There's like, there's like this middle management kind of thing. It seems like going on. There's a lot of like even within absolutely that, in that council. It's like, yeah, I mean, I can come up with a plan and I can say yes, but I, you know, I can't hire you or fire you. But I can right. make your life hell. Well, but but there's also there's also a lot of um, kingdom protection. Um, everybody, you know, you've got so many organizations that have their their finger in it. And all of those organizations have hierarchies, and the boss always wants to be the boss, and the bosses also try not to piss on each other's shoes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they talk about it, and they study issues a lot, but they actually never do anything. Right. There's like a lot of just like planning and meetings and planning and meetings, Mm -hmm. and then... And, and, and what? awarding of grants to study it a little bit more. Right. And study it even a little bit more beyond that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's finding somebody like Noah, who seems to kind of be the outlier, the outside looking in, mm-hmm. that might be able to point us in the right direction. But, I mean, it's going to be, it's very stratified, very, mm-hmm. you know, there's tons of levels of bureaucracy that are going to have to be pierced. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of, so when I lived in St. Pete, um, the boatyard that I worked at was down, you know, downtown, south of downtown, where there's Fort Fish and Wildlife, um, USF St. Pete has a building yep. that sh- they share that building with, like, marine you know fisheries and all like the tons of state stuff fwc so there was like all the like policing boats Mm -hmm. like fwc boats right across the street there was a big old building like a noah building with a bunch of boats in the parking lot and like big locking fences and all this kind (laughs) of i never really got what was going on there's also a coast guard base right there like a few you know blocks away or whatever and i'm like do they all work together? Like whose jobs and is whose and who's working where and you know what I mean? Or well, they just do they just share a building? Or well, think this- of think of this. So you've got, you know, the Merritt Island National Wildlife Refuge. Right. They are adjacent to the Canaveral National Seashore. You've got those two entities, um, you know, the National Park Service and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Mm-hmm. They do the exact same fucking job. Right. <laughs> Pile on top of that, you know, as you move throughout the country, you've got Bureau of Land Management, BLM. Oh, BLM. They do the same fucking job. You've got U.S. 
I've never uh, seen that. Forestry service. I've never seen Bureau that of Land manage, that No, they're more oh, of an out west. Yeah. But you've got um, U.S. Forestry Service. Mm-hmm. They oversee national forests. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because some national parks are within or within a national forest. And so you've got all this replication of, Mm -hmm. you know, CNS, Canaveral National Seashore, and Minwar, Mm -hmm. Merritt Island National Wildlife Refuge, they both have law enforcement rangers. Right. So, and like, a f- and yeah, Florida Fish and Wildlife. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Not only are they d- doing that it's kind duplicative. Of stuff, yeah. There, you can also do like a a donut in your Camaro in a parking lot, and they can just pull you over like a regular police officer. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. in in a lot of things that they do on a daily basis, it's you're doubled up, doubled up, doubled up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's either you or the next guy, or both of you. Right. So you know. We always hear about, you know, the debt limit needs to be increased because, you know, we we need more money to do this. We need more money to do the other. But you never hear anybody say, oh, wait a second. If I've got three agencies doing the exact same thing, Mm -hmm. couldn't I merge all three of those organizations into one? And there's got to be some level of efficiency that, that happens. Right. And, and then we can, we could do a whole lot more with the same amount of money. It's just a, and, and the weird thing is each of those entities have different missions um, National Park Service's mission is not exactly the same as the uh, National or the Fish and Wildlife Service. They've, I guess it's, they've, it's just they've differentiated themselves very nuanced, just enough to be yes. able to be like we have to be here to create yeah. the kingdom, right? But yeah, it's quite, well, you know, and the bureaucracy mm-hmm. and the retirement that goes with it, right? And the benefits, bennies, nice bennies, oh, yeah. yeah. For for one project, I think. The guy was saying they got a little over a quarter of a million dollars from FEMA for a grant because they were restoring a natural floodplain. Makes sense. Federal They're Emergency either. Management right. Agency. But like FEMA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Yeah. I mean, it's well, crazy. I don't know like how far they go. You would imagine they're for like one thing, but if... Does FEMA have anything with, like, fixing the levees? It's, ca- and- it's called Mission Creep. Yes, they mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, and they're concerned with, like I said, the wildlife. They had to do wildlife surveys. One got delayed over a yellow belly cuckoo. Hmm. Well, okay, so. They probably should have done one here for, unlike our, the, what uh, is it, the little the dusky, dusky seaside, seaside sparrow. Yeah. Dusky yeah. seaside sparrow. Yeah. Hmm. So, so, over the last. Two or three Rest years. Peace, little one of one of the things that some folks have focused on and believe contributed to our current situation is the use of aquatic, or not even aquatic, the use of um, herbicides to kill non-native invasive plant species Mm -hmm. and they believe that whoever was doing the application of said herbicide that they used excessive amounts of herbicide or just the or or just any any level of herbicide 
that it washed into the lagoon and you know whatever fraction of that also helped kill the seagrass mm-hmm. now the insanity of it all is let's call it and i'm just grabbing these numbers out of the air making them up for for <laughs> you know but but this is like close to the timeline so 3 years ago let's call it carl's agency identified a need for herbicide application to control Brazilian pepper mm-hmm. that's growing rampantly throughout the lagoon. Where is it growing? It doesn't occur there naturally. It can't live there naturally. It can only live in what is called an upland environment. Mm-hmm. The only upland environment where it is able to grow are the fucking dikes. Mm -hmm. So Carl's agency identifies that we have a Brazilian pepper problem. He gets allocated $5 million to which Ben's company goes out and very sloppily takes care of, but eradicates a lot of Brazilian pepper. Mm -hmm. So now that the Brazilian pepper is gone, the following summer we have a storm come through. And due to the fact that all of this Brazilian pepper that had been sprayed sloppily by Ben mm-hmm. is now dead, we have breaches in a couple of areas of the dike because the dikes became unstable because we no longer had any rooted... Erosion control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was an erosion problem. So Jameson's department identified that we had problems with the dikes and some weaknesses there. So he actually got $10 million in his budget to go back through and shore up the fucking dikes and recreate and get the elevation back up to where Brazilian pepper can grow very well again. Mm -hmm. Bring in the back hose, boys. Mm -hmm. See the fucking spin cycle they're in? And, And you two don't ever talk. Right. Why would we? Why would you? We're both making money. Exactly. Why get rid of our Some of that hydrox. $10 million goes right to my pocket. Well, you guys are only overseeing it. Right. No. But you, that's still, your that, kingdom. That yeah. That's your salary. Yeah, that funds your salary. It mm-hmm. funds your staff. You're growing your staff. You need another specialist to help you study the issue. It's called job security. There mm-hmm. you go. So, do you guys, would you agree that there are certain fly shops that are considered destination fly shops. Mm-hmm. Yes. They exist in locations where it's purely there because it's a very popular destination going out west, mm-hmm. Colorado, Montana, probably in Idaho, different. You, those fly shops are known, and you know them because you're going to that specific river that specific watershed because you're going to if you're going to xyz fly shop somebody go oh you're fishing the bighorn Mm -hmm. or oh you're going to be on the madison used to be if you said you were going to the fly fisherman in titusville is holy shit you're doing a mosquito lagoon trip Mosquito Lagoon used to be a like, destination yeah, fishery. Yeah, used to be a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I remember reading about it when I was a kid. Redfish I mean, it was like the world, right? Yeah, yeah. redfish yeah. capital of the world, well, which is I mean, gone. Did you see that across the street from here? 
Remember that little oh, shack yeah, that uh-huh. had? It's like they Gone. just knocked, yeah. knocked it all down. That's going to be a boat storage facility. Another one? Yeah, oh, another one. Good. Um, so Plastic hatch grows. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we saw our destination fishery basically evaporate. I mean, we've got a fly shop in Titusville. That's hanging on by a fucking thread. Um, and you would think that local politicians, even state and federal level politicians, would be saying, We've seen such a change manifest mm-hmm. here that's affecting recreation dollars mm-hmm. and vacation dollars, which equals the ability to tax those dollars mm-hmm. that they would want to do something. But I honestly think that they see the fucking soup sandwich that we see. Mm-hmm. Everything's so soup, fucked soup up sandwich. on trying to navigate yeah. and get everybody on the same page to do something. And since we're no longer a destination, we're not sexy. We're not the Everglades. Mm-hmm. We're not the Keys. We're not Florida Bay. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some way to make this place have a little bit of sex appeal again I'll do to it. get the attention. Modeling? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the other problem, too, is that unlike the Everglades, unlike the Keys, I mean, yeah, people still go to the Keys for this, but a lot of people come here for just the beach. There is still a good population that used to come for fishing. Right. That may have dwindled, but... Right. You know, the beach population they've grown or the NASA population with that. Right, right. I was going to say, I mean, I Cape mean, Canaveral, the SpaceX space stuff going on now and all that. Space nerds, you know? Well, and that's what I was, I, you, 100%, like SpaceX, the fact that the the number of launches, I guarantee you nobody in Titusville gives a shit that the bait shop is hurting. Mm-mm. Because oh, no. all the restaurants are doing well, all the hotels are doing well. Because we're launching so many fucking rockets mm-hmm. now, it's like no big deal. Which let's a, let's go on another tangent. Why in the fuck are the Texans getting so upset with SpaceX? I still hadn't figured it out. I don't know. Like they're getting like they're I mean, like real been out of shape. About real been out of shape. <laughs> Well, maybe they see what happened here and they're afraid it's going to happen to them. And I'm, I, th- I'm I think yeah. Um, I mean, but uh, I think it has to do with building a launch pad. Oh, is it like where they one put of their, their like wildlife refuges? Oh, uh, they put they so they went and plopped an actual. They try. I I think they built one, but I think they tried to build one uh, and they like shut it down. I could. So we've got a couple listeners who are keen on that. They can mm-hmm. send us some details on it. Right? Yeah, and it would be. It'd be interesting to know if they're, you know, if, if it's a full pull deal, like, you know, here. Yeah. I mean, Cape Canaveral's this, I think we're the the one, right? I mean, I we're the we're big the one. rocket launch capital of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. I think they need to kiss my ass otherwise. <laughs> if they say anything different, I'll Russia. see them right now. Yeah. yeah. Russia still uses stuff. Cosmonauts. Yeah. Russia used to be the only way to get up there. Mm hmm. Not anymore. We have, as of Ghost, was it? Is it from the last six. since the last show? We've got um, Blue Origin. Yeah, Blue Origin did. Well, I think uh, Richard Branson and then Blue Origin. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, right. 
Can you hear me now? Yeah, yep. we can hear you now. Which yeah. is which is so silly. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record and say I think that's the silliest thing. Like Branson goes up, they just barely like can kind of like if they sit up in their seat like see space. Right. They're not like doing like real space shit. It's, they did not do it. It's just a like minimum a really, of one orbit. Yeah, it's like one really high. It's a high huge plane. parabolic arch that right. they flew. Yeah, and it's like it, if it, was had, like it was like the same altitude, right? As the dude who you remember the Philip guy who the Red Bull. Yeah, uh, oh my jumped God. out of the balloon. That was the same. Cool as shit. Again? I think so. so if you use the, if you use the it's right the kind cord, of like, when you're adjusting it, it's that cord on the because yep. if you use the right kind of like caulking and put it on like I don't know. Some kind of little plane. You could probably just go up there. You know what I mean? A little bit of extra fuel. There was <laughs> yeah. a second cord. But the um, that whole rip <laughs> this week was really, really silly. Like the back to back and the amount of money and you know, I don't know. Yeah, it was total gamesmanship. It's yeah. like the one guy was scheduled to go and then all of a sudden the other guy's mm-hmm. like, Oh, by the way, we're leaving tomorrow. The other one I heard <laughs> I, Yeah, the other one I heard, um, which I enjoy a lot, uh, kind of in the same, kind of in the same uh, group there. Where are you? Or idea? Five. Back to five is Hell's uh, Hell's yeah. Bay and Maverick boat giveaways. Um, yeah, coincided. Uh-huh. <laughs> Back <laughs> off again? No, I can see it's blinking on the board over there. I can I, see it. I might I can hear. Well, let's let's go to a break. <laughs> Let's do well, a break. Hold up. Let's Before we do that. Yeah. Because I don't want to freaking forget. Don't you freaking forget. So. <laughs> oh, heck. I know. <laughs> Shucks. Mm-hmm. So Space Welder Shut 84. the front door. Shut huh. the front freaking door to this double wide. Space Welder 84. Okay. Built that capsule. Probably born in 84. I would think so. He's, he's doing the Boeing one though, right? Blue Origin? ULA. ULA. Uh, it goes up Friday. Oh really? At two fifty four in the afternoon. I hope. Yep. Because <laughs> it's two fifty four in the morning. I can't it's wait to see the replay. So it's super cool. He's got some photos of it, like getting loaded up and going on. This is like going to be a monster fucking it's, rocket, right? Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Um, That's what she said. Can can I can I go ahead and formally ask SpaceX? Elon. Elon, if you're listening, and we know you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, and we can, know you are. Can, can, can yeah. you guys, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, even if it's, like, a, a couple of dollars extra, you know, and, and it impacts the bottom line, like, think air show, okay? Yeah, can that sucker do a loop or no? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know I mean? no, no. Can, we, can, we, can we get, like, an oil tank, like, for smoke? Because <laughs> SpaceX rockets... Burn too clean. It's like oh, there's no trail. There's, there's no contrail. Yeah. There's like one short little contrail. I want my chemtrails back. I want my chemtrails back. <laughs> right. I mean, I want my chemtrails back. I actually saw a th- on YouTube uh, <laughs> the evolution of dance video. The Landing on the oh, I saw on the barges up the other day, it and was how unreasonably <laughs> cool, and how yeah. how you know forever it would like be coming down like great video feed, and all of a sudden it would like cut out, and then the smoke would clear and it'd be sitting there, and everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, sure Smoking you did. Ears. 
and it was a matter of like they're they're showing how the antenna on the rocket was moved up here and how this was moved over and it's like all telemetry yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we never landed on the moon mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. sure mm-hmm. all right so so i'm gonna we're gonna jump right back into the uh the old switcheroo at iCast when we come back <laughs> stay tuned I think we uh, beat the living piss out of uh, our conservation concerns, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's time for everybody's favorite skiff talk. Mm -hmm. Well, this week being iCast. The week passed, yes. The week passed. um, The CCA Maverick Star Tournament giveaway is was you know presented there okay as was hell's bay's or hell's bay orvis's whatever i don't know captains for clean water you know whatever right mm-hmm. so they scheduled them and this is like the only to part benefit the salaries of right right captains mm-hmm. for clean water <laughs> correct and um they one or the other or one scheduled i think hell's bay scheduled you know 4 30 we're doing the Oh, did, it, did it so Maverick Was it did, like the uh, Richard Branson <clears throat> and uh, Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they were trying to out um, early. Yeah. So they the next one was okay. So we're going to do ours between somewhere between four and four forty five, and like got everybody away from. So they were like, and congratulations to crickets, 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 crickets. Everybody's over at the CCA one. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was really rad yeah. that they like just jammed them both. Like they were like, oh yeah, you know when we're going to do it? Right then. Let's see. There was no like, Instagram live. Yeah, nuts no... on the table. They, were, they didn't <laughs> blow it up at all. I didn't see no. shit from iCast. There's always. I didn't see shit. I feel like every year that they do that, those big companies will get into it like, Yeti will be having a party or a yeah. happy hour that yeah. starts at five. Smith or, or Sims mm-hmm. or Coaster, somebody will come out with a happy hour at four forty-five. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it's that politics game to get right. all the eyes and. The, but and like, the, how, what a letdown for for that size and caliber of show. Yeah. To have so very little, like. Yeah, I mean, I knew iCast was going on. Um, but, like, in my mind, and I know I'm wrong, which is rare, 
Um, <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. I, you know, How dare you say that about you? I, uh, I, I always think of iCast as being um, the great gathering of the knuckle dragging mouth breathers. Yeah, it's all conventional gear. Um, but uh, I did see. You know, there was, I was gonna say there was the bought and paid for awards of Reel of the Year. I and, laughed so you know, hard. Yeah. What is that? I don't, I don't even know. I've never, never heard even heard of anything of that. Like new product showcase. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but like no, the, the basically, company that won Fly Reel of the Year. Never heard of them before in my life. You, it's funny. You basically come up with, you basically pay a tribute, mm-hmm. and they will come up with Kiss a category. So you can have you can have three or four fly rods win I mean, best of this, best of that. Mark has a paperweight, and I have a yeah a mm-hmm. door stopper best real that were best reels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pay them X number of dollars. They write you this little thing. You get a little plaque. I was laughing because Kelsey Dick posted a uh, G Loomis wins best rod in class for this. I'm like, yeah, thousand bucks. I can win best rod in class with a stick in my yard. Tie some eyes on it and thread and no, be like, no, no, no. check it out. Look at this all-natural bamboo You might already have that rod. Right. Sable palm. If you own mm-hmm. a G. Loomis, you just write a number two on there. I have never, right. never owned a G. Loomis. That I don't way, have that kind of okay. clout. Like for all you G. Loomis fans out there. Mm-hmm. Says the vintage sage guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Put a, put a two next year. Mm-hmm. Next Look, I can't help but if I buy cheap winner. things and it turns out they're winners. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <clears throat> yeah. Another news: because Razorfish did his just concluded his um kind of promo week at Harry Goods. Mm-hmm. Worked out really well. Went really for well him. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Um. And he he put in some time. I mean, he was there every day this week, just Open kind of meeting close. and greeting and really? doing all that. And yeah, then he did all his rides uh, yesterday. Week. Shop bumming it. Mm-hmm. He had a, a great experience, though. A lot of there was some insight there um, with the goings on at a regular mm-hmm. shop, too. You know, yeah. Well, the good thing is, too, you have a boat ramp right across yeah, the street there. Yeah. yeah, it really was a good location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I swung by, said hey on Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. about 20 did, minutes. Did he just turn the dishwasher on? No, I think it's the ice oh. maker. No, okay. dishwasher. I think the dog just yeah, the he sure did. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. He's just trying to clean up, right? right. I'm just getting the load funny. out of the way here. Good <laughs> boy. That's the dad. I got to go out and pee. Mm-hmm. Signal. The um. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna turn on some of the water so you get that I gotta get some out. <clears throat> the uh, but yeah, he had messaged me a couple weeks, maybe a couple months ago. I was like, hey, um, you know, is there any iconic part of the river in Melbourne I could like? take a photo of them, people would recognize it. I said, dude, it's kind of weird, because up by you, you've got the lagoon, you've got cuts. And like the lighthouse or something. By me, it just widens out. That's yeah. a mile wide. I said, you can... I was like, not really. You're going to turn it off? It's the ice. That's the ice. Oh, it is the ice. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's like, we turn the lights out. Um, but so, it was. I told him, I said, dude, Harry Goods is a cool spot. It's got mm-hmm. this like super iconic mural on the side. You're right next to a boat ramp. Perfect. Yeah. You know, I saw he he made a post, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Just speaking to the longevity of Harry Goods Mm -hmm. being a pillar of that community for so long and how 
being there and hearing the stories and, you know, crazy stories from Las Vegas from Rich and, you know, just like, and, and I, when I read it, I was like, man, you know, hanging out at the shop mm-hmm. that yeah. much, you know, you really do probably hear some really fantastic stories. Well, it was cool. He goes, I couldn't believe how, like, he's like, someone coming in by a $3 lure and they'd spend 30 minutes chit-chatting with them about it and, yeah. and like, you need to check out this, you need to do that. He said, Bill was like, oh, this is where you're fishing? And he, like, hand-selected different oh, yeah. lures for him to try. He's like, how do you fish? What's your way? He's like, put these, you know, try these. And he said it was funny. Rich was like, take this hat for free. He's like, no, 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 I want to pay for it. And he wouldn't let him. So he waited till Rich left to buy the lures because he didn't want Rich to give them to him for free. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's been there for 75 years. Yeah. His dad started it, or his grandpa started it when he got back from World War II. It was, and they used to sell camping and gun stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bicycles. Yeah. It was, <laughs> now it's turned into. Like, I knew it had been around for a while, but off, that a little bit of offshore tackle, yeah. but that's wild. Most of it, half of it's a fly shop. Mm-hmm. And the family name has a lot of history. Yeah, I mean, you go out. There's like a park by the railroad trust, Good Park. It's and there's a good boat ramp down ten miles south. It's Senator maybe as well. Some type of government I don't know about official. That. Uh, I think he was mayor of Melbourne. Mm, same thing. <laughs> That's pretty much a government <laughs> The official. greatest city in the history of the world. There's probably like four people back then. I mean, Melbourne is <laughs> not. Like post-war Melbourne. No, so you have like Harry Goods, nine, Honest man. John. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dave. Then <laughs> never forget Dave. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. As far as the boats boats are concerned, I think uh, well, I, don't, I saw Skiff Works is trying to get in on the Whitewater 16 now. Oh yeah, yeah that's all. They're a couple out. They're from what I understand, they're in bed together now. Different shop. It says Skiff Works on the front of. Well, uh, it, it's not even a different shop. It's like no, he, he moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because of that. Like to yeah, you know, I don't know increased production. Yeah. Well, speaking of production, how's mm. uh, Jameson, how, how are things coming with the uh, 69er, Winer Diner? What, we did, what uh, is it again? Well, its official name is Sword Spine, but mm-hmm. Carl refers mm-hmm. to it as Winer Diner, 16-niner. Mm-hmm. 16-niner, right. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, uh, so the rear hatch, beautiful mold. <laughs> rear, I'm sorry, rear gutters. Rear, for the rear, rear gutter mold. Uh, popped, popped part off that mm-hmm. and in the process destroyed the entire just mold completely <laughs> obliterated small parts and fiberglass mm-hmm. and uh, custom handmade molds don't always go well together not always sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. they just pop right off but um, it's coming we got the deck to do we've got a little bit more support uh, to put into the hull but large by and large the hull's basically done so uh, lot longer of a process than I was expecting. Got to do some getting towards the rod tubage. Yep. Probably Rod tubes soon. need to go in. Are you going to be doing forward rod tube storage or the reverse? Well, I would. I wanted to do a couple forward and then one, you know, on either side backwards. Right. Um, I usually only carry one rod with me. I don't understand guys that go out with ten rods. rods. Uh-huh. It's just like bass fishing. Oh. I got everything rigged up. 
Mm -hmm. I got top water ready. I got well, you know. My my skiff is now my former skiff. That's a different. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's news. Formerly known as yeah, formerly the skiff formerly known as. Um, cool dude out of oh god, out west, west, just west of Orlando. I can't remember Claremont, something like that. Claremont, some over there. Oakland Winter, Winter Garden. Yeah, something. So Carl, does that mean that? Uh, there's the potential for a, a, a mini fundraiser. Um, people could bid oh. to take you out for the for the derby. Ooh. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. That'd that's be, that's probably really yeah. That's idea. actually really good. Yeah. Um, fully. Clothed. I mean, because I'm just I'm just you know fully clothed. No, based stuff. on based on <laughs> based on. You know, Escorting car. past years' experience, mm -hmm. I know you're not going to be working the event. No, <laughs> <laughs> probably safer to have a driver. <laughs> Somebody driver. keep me out of trouble at the boat ramp. <laughs> the um, yeah, so that that boat went to a good home, and then another dude that was at the casting competition today mm -hmm. has that same boat. Yeah, sister he boat. bought. Yeah a reel off this dude off the internet and he's like I'll bring it by and he like walks up and sees that boat is like holy shit I just bought one of these cause it's you know he has the same like blue Abaco boat or whatever uh -huh. so they like actually like connected that way as well from the reel so it's it's all closing in on him now you know so so his is a tunnel the yeah, mine wasn't. Right, yeah. but his is a tunnel. And yeah. did you hear what he had for... It's a 90 horse A 90 yeah. horse tiller. Mm -hmm. Dang, that's gangster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I don't know. Those guys up in uh, Alaska running like 250s and 300s. Mm -hmm. I was say, you, can go, you can order a Mercury Bigfoot 115 tiller like today mm -hmm. on the internet. Can you really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. A lot yeah, of them are it. like hydraulic assist though. So it's a so tiller, it's, but you have to push the handle over. And it releases like a hydraulic valve, the handle. so it just doesn't rip the thing out of your hand. You know okay. what I mean? So it's, uh, okay. you're like a, you know, it's like a, almost like motorcycles have a like assist ram kind of okay. similar ish to that. I got you. Because <clears throat> I tell you, on the old forty tiller, going around a corner, a handful, man, it'll mm -hmm. it pulls you. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what a. What a 92 strokes going to do. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, on that particular hull, if it's jacked up really high, going around a corner to the moon, oh, just yeah. the slide that mm -hmm. you can get going. Mm -hmm. I mean, just sliding. Just start some like real extreme <laughs> videos. Skiff drift. Mm-hmm. Be, All right, like so riders. Mm -hmm. you say Friday is the uh, launch of the Friday big the, the big rocket? Yep, the 30th. Mm. Mm. I might have to make Rock. some... Just oh. shy of 3 p.m. We need to go to the spot. Mm -hmm. The spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Low-key spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Secret spot. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Super low-key. It's also really wild. Yeah. It's but it's daylight hours. It's a bit overgrown. Yeah. Daylight hours. It's not too terrible. No, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be fine. No Sam's quenches. Bring bug spray. Bug spray okay. like crazy. Bug spray like crazy for sure. <laughs> With all this rain we've been getting. I saw a report. I don't know if it's fake or real, but 
somebody allegedly got three photos of a Sasquatch up in Jacksonville. Oh, it's true. Whoa. That's like Dude, what recently. are we doing here? Recently. What are we wasting our time for? It's a mount up. So not skunk ape? No. This was... Full squatch. It hasn't... I, I haven't seen it been confirmed, and... You know, it, I don't take everything I see on social media as fact. What? What? Well... <laughs> Blast How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Did it... Was it... What was it promoting? Like, what was Sasquatch's hashtags? He didn't have any hashtags, <laughs> stickers, nothing. or anything on him. No. Um, in his hands he didn't, or anything, but... Yeah, did he, he didn't have, like, a big billboard hat on. He didn't have a... No. Nothing. Damn. He wasn't wearing any sunglasses either. No? No. No banos, no nothing? No adventures going on. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know. Just throwing that out there in mm-hmm. case, you know... Appropriate name, mm-hmm. Banyo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When everything that you do is in South America, right? You have to see what's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just—it's not that you have to if see you what's drink in the water. It's right. going to happen. Right. True. What is Montezuma's revenge? It's <laughs> <laughs> so what took my boy Ron. <laughs> we had X clack. Yeah. Oh, Ron. Oh, yeah. Well. R.I.P. Ron. I'm just glad somebody's doing work there, you know, because... Helping. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. (laughs) Well, you you do work there, so you send the most unqualified... Well, well, work is considered... Comedians... You, you send ambassadors on your behalf. For clean water. Mm-hmm. You send ambassadors on your behalf. Mm-hmm. You get sick, sick fishing videos. Mm-hmm. Spend seven minutes picking up trash on one beach. Mm-hmm. Take seven million photos. Trip's done. I mean, you got what you came for. And don't forget, mm-hmm. teaching the indigenous people how to make flies. It's all about awareness. Right. Yeah, that's just so your next trip's cheaper. Right. If if we're all aware, then we're all aware. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get only it. Only 15% like of us bear. are aware right. that we're aware, then only 15% are aware that right. you know, we need more Is money. there awareness that you're not aware? I just, I, I guess I can't see that with my Smiths. So did you guys <laughs> see the update that the... Uh, Guys from North Carolina are not doing the short bus yeah. trip. I did. Oh, I was going to no. text Scotty and see if I was going to be. It sounds like you need like an August trip down south, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched that this morning. What? What? I didn't see it. What? What happened? What Just changed? with um, the water being low and and hot out west, yeah. they didn't want to get piled on and fucking woke fucked over fishing the wrong waters because oh, it was right, too right. warm or whatever. Yeah. I could see it though. If it was me, I wouldn't go out there. Yeah. I mean, I it's hard enough just anyways. You just have to get it. I mean, you just be fishing well, with guides and, and the whole time. In their cases, they, like they're not none of them are from there. They would right. just be driving around hitting up these people fishing these streams and they like, you know, some of the waters are going to be too hot in the middle of the day. It's right. just going to yeah, so it's, they're going to just bring the, you know it would it would open them up to you know people Screw bringing me. the hate. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I think that like a huge YouTube thing though. I think there's some people that just hang out on YouTube 
just to cross just, people. Oh, just yeah. to cross. So. Larry Dunn. I'm gonna go there. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. Yeah. So, have I love him? I love Ben, but like, what's with the fucking memes? Like, I is is, is this a generational thing? I mean, I do like I just his, need to excuse myself as I, the old I like man? The starter packs. He used to do those starter packs. No, yeah, those yeah. those were kind of. Yeah. But like now, is he a memer? The, like he just did a thing where he was like, "Hey, we did this before. Let's do it again." Like you know, do your best memes, and like it's so goddamn tiresome to me to because through them all. No, to <laughs> they're the same. Like everybody uses this. It's like same format, same, same joke. F- yeah, it's the same format with like slightly different wording to the joke. It's like it's so disingenuously. It's stale. Copycat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm not taking it away from Ben. I maybe I just don't understand memes or, or the the meme game in fly fishing is so fucking weak, dude. It's yeah. the meme game. There's a couple like accounts that are just I kind of forget that I'm like following or whatever, and they'll pop up, and I'm like, oh, they're cringy, painful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're just fucking cringy. I, I think it's just really easy to be out of our wheelhouse too, though. Like, it's like, when this trout dude is like, huh, with his dry fly. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Or I don't know what I care. <laughs> like, then you get a streamer, bro. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking care. I don't, I don't even know what the difference would be between those two things. Right. You so, know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, it's no, just I, not in my, in my, my I realm. A, I have a theory here. Okay. You don't see a lot of saltwater fly fishing memes. You just don't. Okay. Maybe I need to become a memer. Because we're actually a professional memer. We're actually part, part of my theory there memer. is that mm-hmm. it's the summertime. It's too hot for them to fish. Uh huh. It's just like the winter when they can't fish. They're stuck inside, sitting on their phones all day, making memes, and they're tired of tying fucking size seventeen zebra midges. Zebra. Seven thousandth time. Might as well make a meme or something. You know. Okay. There Whereas down here we can fish all year long, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what it is. Like yeah. I just got something better I, to do. Well, <laughs> not to be a there dick, are a handful of saltwater guys that don't have anything better to do. Well, that's true. They liken themselves to hugeness on Facebook pages on the internet, and the one meme that I see pop up a lot is like this huge blackboard. It's like a college professor writing on this huge math equation. It's always like, then the caption's like, trying to figure out why the red wouldn't eat the fly and ha- like what pattern I need to tie. If you want to uh, seriously mind fuck some people. Is that supposed to be like funny? Tarpon leader. Yeah. And they're like, it, yeah. Like, why would the tarpon eat my fly? It's not funny. But you want to mind fuck them? You just type in presentation over pattern and watch these people implode on themselves. Because oh, yeah. it's got, God forbid they did something that the fish rejected. It's got to be the pattern. They're honed in on fiddler crabs. They're honed in on a bait fish. It has to be the fly. I was that guy. And then I was debunked. No. <laughs> it happens. Uh, You've been reborn. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have listened to old Papa Larry a long my time new, ago. My new favorite way I've been doing it, though, because I'm going to get kicked off of it, is disagreeing with the moderators. As slyly as possible and trying to make them. You know what's great in moderation? 
moderators. Moderation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's uh it's pretty fun. Um I don't I don't get into any like Facebook fly fishing stuff. For, it's no? too it's too it's too what's your favorite five weight? Yeah. Right. Um, like stop asking stupid questions, man. Just Google it. Yeah, the yeah. boat stuff's bad enough. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Carl's <laughs> fucking Carl just dropped the gloves. No. Hell yeah, yeah you know brother. What I mean, Tell us about stupid the boat fucking stuff, Carl. The boat stuff is unbelievable. Like, you know, I have a 1987 motor. It's not running good. Any ideas? I'm yeah. Like, Dude, what the fuck do you mean? Figure, like, uh, what a dumb... Fuel, There's going to be a billion people <laughs> that say a billion different things, and you get to, like, read messages all day. That's not going to fix your motor. It's, no. the, it's the pencil back. Right. It's the bat. No, it's, it's, mm-hmm. My it's motor's the, not pissing and overheating all the time. What right. should I do? What should yeah. I do? Uh, first guy. Just take the thermostat out. So 79. Change your oil. John, yeah. Drop your lower unit. Yeah. I'm you like, need a new power head. It's just like these. So, so, it, it is that. so the amazingness of this topic is exceedingly amazing that there's like a forum that exists where people ask these stupid oh, questions yeah. and opine these stupid yeah. opinions and they, they're all experts. Yeah. But for a pack of fucking experts, all they have is question that mm-hmm. leads to another question to another question. Mm-hmm. Right. And and they ultimately end up in like some weird well, I like this brand or or whatever, or right. make your model better. So mm-hmm. you probably should mm-hmm. just have what I have anyway. Yeah, it, and it or some bullshit. It, like it's not, it has nothing to do with fixing or. Hey, man, maybe you should check check out this mechanic in your town. Oh, you no, see, you weren't here that I found um, from Google <laughs> when we when we watched that DIY Waterworld. But mm. you watched it at my house last week. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I really dig about that cat that's doing that channel mm-hmm. is. He's not Mr. Perfection. He's Mr. Fucking Get It Done. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And can you imagine the vapor lock that like these Facebook fuckers mm-hmm. would be having? How you That's not that. how you do that. He right. used the wrong weight cloth and yeah, he didn't yeah. splatter. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's like, no, he, he fucking owns it. He's right. like, I'm not going for perfection. I'm going for fucking use, right. functionality. Yeah. It's utility, and I—I I mean, I believe he's a professional guy, oh. like like for his job. Yeah, during the day, because it's always like oh, at some boat sure. yard or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I think he knows well, he what he's doing. But he in, framed it as, yeah. "I'm not doing this for a customer. I'm right. doing it for myself. Right. I want to get it done and and use it. Yeah. And you right. see someone like, and he's like, "Yeah, it took me five days to do this." I'm like, "Yeah, it's because you didn't spend a hundred hours sanding. Like you built it sturdy. It's going to work. <laughs> and they don't look bad." Right, mm-hmm. and, and wow. I look at his boats. I'm like, these are cool as shit. Yeah, all of his shit looks like. Yeah, and they're like, ten, they're ten footers. I mean, ten feet away from the thing, it honestly is just as nice as anything else. Yeah, well, you know, but like you start really, really looking close. Yeah, great, but he also has no money in it. Right, he did it for like everything's on a budget, everything's on a time budget, mm-hmm. and he's like blasted it out. The craziest is that panga that he built. And like, like for the him, piece yeah. of the other boat. Yeah, yeah, like for him to look at the one boat. I don't even know what the fucking boat started as. Try a little yeah. run around. Yeah, and he he was able to see just that fucking thirty percent of yeah. that hull and go, "That's what I want well, right there." And then just gets aggro with a fucking saw, <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. 
And at this point, my neighbors thought I was totally crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Well, and what was funny is I like since watching that, I'm like, that's the one thing that impressed me. I was like, how did you look at the bottom of this boat and be like, this is what it's gonna be? <laughs> You've seen it with the sailboat one, but this one, I've been on marketplace looking at. Now, the, is the is the sailboat one out? I saw something. I've about seen that. pictures, but I haven't but, seen the video. But enough to where I'm like, yeah, I get wow. what he's doing. And I've yeah, like looked at the bottom of the boat. I'm like, I, I didn't see it. Okay, like, so. I'm going to juxtapose, and I wish I, I, we need to find out what this guy's name is. We we need to take him up and and go down there and visit with mm-hmm. him because I think he'd be fun to talk to. I'll probably argue with him <laughs> about his technique. And, yeah, you know, uh, and I'll put it on. I'll put dumb questions on Facebook. Like, is this dude doing this right? And be like, that's wrong. Is this dude using the right Scotch Bright pad to fucking prep this? <laughs> yeah. He's used red. He's using green. What are you, oh, idiot. Yeah. So, I'm going to juxtapose two boat builders. And I want you guys to be like the jury. Oh. And you tell me if I were to follow, if I was to become a disciple of one of these types of boat builders versus the other, which would result in me being more happy. And I'm going to define more happy as getting to use Mm. this waterborne conveyance sooner and it still being functional and providing me with that means to be on the water. Right. So here is the juxtaposition. Look, you're not doing this for a customer. You're doing it for yourself. It doesn't have to be perfect. It needs to be functional. DIY water world. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, anybody can do this. Mm -hmm. It's simple. If you have ever done anything in your life that's even remotely close to arts and crafts, you too can do this. I like arts and crafts. And I am going to sell you a $300 packet of plans. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a couple of hours a week. Right. You're going to have the envy of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh. 300 hours. Right. I'm thinking... DIY water world. Yeah. I mean, because like, it's two different things, but there's something really fun about the stuff that he does. It just looks a lot funner. It's fast. You know what I mean? Well, and that's what I was going to say. Like, the appealing thing to me and the one boat builder, I have read his writings extensively, Mm -hmm. not in recent years, but like when he first started his blog, I read it extensively and he kept hammering at anybody can do this. You don't have to have any experience. Right, it's right, not right. that hard. And I just kept saying, like, just looking at the block wood models and the way, like, you know, and to think creating these curves and, like, you know, right. cutting out the state. Like, I was just like, I don't know that I can do that. And I think there's a lot. And there's a lot lost in what he's done it for 40 years so what in his mind after 40 years of doing it is like so oh, simple. this is yeah. so simple and so easy and then i look at this guy that i see for the first time and he's just like fuck it i'm gonna mm-hmm. s-. and and 
what I think is missing between the two is somebody saying this is really simple, you can do this, you know, it should only take you X number of hours, but not really showing you the ropes or telling you the ropes. Yet I've got this other guy that says, look, man, it's just got to be close. Mm-hmm. And here's the cool thing. If I fuck it up, you just grind it back down and start exactly. over. Right. And I'm like, that's relatable. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I can see myself probably grinding the shit out of some stuff because I'm going to <laughs> fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And he's acknowledging that there's the fuck up factor where this is the, well, if everything goes perfect, you could buy these plans and have a boat by the summer. Right. And I think a lot of that is... How many people? How many people? I think there are a lot of plans out there. Okay. There's, there's well, I was going to say plans, and not there's a, a lot of boats. there's a lot of boats that got started. Right. That you're like, oh, follow me along on my build, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, have you seen that guy right. anymore? Particular one or another. no? It just disappears. Corona builds. Yeah, everybody can go back to work. And they did. There was some hauling ass like right. this. Yeah, there were what a couple was it, that did it last summer. Yeah. Where it was like, holy shit, like, did you see, you know, whatever Instagram like in, account? In four days. It, it was like, they were banging. And we were joking about it a lot. But they, these people were locked in their houses. Uh-huh. Nothing mm-hmm. to do. You know, their work had closed down or whatever. Right. And they had weeks and weeks on end. You know, 40 plus hours a week. I've seen and a it's at home. Finish. I've seen a couple finish lately, but not many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I can count them on one hand. No, there's a lot that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finished. yeah. So the <laughs> the um, overall, I I'd like the product of I'd like the product of you know taking the longer road, right? But that shorter. But is that based on the idea of like at the the, the value of it and the potential value of it at the end of that longer road? Because the person that took the short shorter road and just like put just yeah they they logged a whole bunch more hours in the fun log book right than you did right that's true there and i'm not saying there's a right answer yeah but i'm the i'm enamored with the cool factor of like those i mean it's it's, the fun factor it's way way higher yeah Yeah, the, yeah. the fun factor is super high yeah and like i'm even looking at I mean, what's the real use of that J12 that's made into the... There's not a whole lot of usefulness to that, but damn, it looks like it'd be fun to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? right? Run around, maybe, you know, if it's... Um, who knows by the time I get on it, if it's going to not just be wet feet. You know what I mean? Like right. too far down <laughs> in the water to where it doesn't work anymore. But. Yeah. You know, go fish. If yeah. it does float, to go fish a little bit, maybe. You know what? It, it, mm-hmm. it, it'd be a killer sandbar boat. SBS, babe. But you yeah. know what it really reminded me of is like, we if we could find enough J-12s. To make a handful of them. Make a handful of them. <laughs> Racing fleet. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Oh. Throw them on a fucking flatbed trailer. Go to Texas. It's a mini scooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, yeah. these motherfuckers would be handing over, like, <laughs> yeah. just cash money. They'd be zipping Scooters. around. 
They're still they still do scooters. Oh yeah, yeah. they do. Dude, old boy at the dinghy derby yeah. had one. Thing was wild, dude. When he fired up and ran right in the middle of the pulling <laughs> troll zone, I was like, "What I, the ever loving fuck?" I watched everyone's favorite local captain get into a yelling match about those boats with what? people who own them. Tunnels, Texas tunnels, just yeah. You can't. It must be so fun to have that boat so you can drive. Just go get out and wave to redfish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, it works. Like the hull slap, you just. You walk there. Who yeah. cares? The boat's like 100 yards away from you, dude. Who cares? <laughs> Look, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get there if you don't have it. Some of the stuff's too shallow. It's like, it's fit the bill. Yeah. It's a matter of necessity. Mm-hmm. The bare necessities. The simple bare necessities. But you just built, bought this boat. What would you change about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays, I mean... You either build or you buy what you want. Unless you don't know what you want. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will tell you what you want. Mm-hmm. You missed half the See the new Mel House podcast. No, <laughs> tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> There's just a tremendous amount of envy, I believe, Mark, that spawns that question. Yeah. Instead of saying, damn, dude, your boat turned out fucking tits. Uh, You've got to be just crazy happy with it. And you be able to go, that's right, motherfucker, I am. It's, well, would you change something? Because that's the the veiled attempt to chip at your confidence. No, you need to say something like saying, like, dude, I'd probably put a second outboard on. <laughs> you know what I mean, or like something like that wouldn't make sense. Like, you know, I'd, I'd put, a, I'd, put a, I'd put three more driving stations: center console, mm. side console, tiller, and, and tower. Actually, you know, so you could just drive like something like that. If, just if, tell everybody. If, that. if I truly envision the type of person that's asking you this silliness, then you have to be prepared with the ultimate fucking all-in poker move mm-hmm. to really, really fuck them up because th- the idea of it is going to drive them crazy is when they say, is there anything you would have done differently? You look them dead in their fucking one lazy eye <laughs> and you <laughs> say, one, <laughs> and that one milky eye, you say, I'd probably go stick steering. Mm-hmm. Bow rig, babe. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's I know it's going to come full circle. So it happened with Ben. It happened with me. It's going to happen with Jameson. Well, you built this. Well, what would you change about it now that you built it? Stick well, steer, can't, motherfucker. I can't mm-hmm. Fucking change it. <laughs> right. I love full, a giant full bow ring on the back. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to put a thirty foot bow pulpit off the front so right. I can spear uh, oh, tuna. Yeah. In the spear and boat. Yeah. Or. What was it when when the 2.0 came out and they had the video, and some guy zoomed in on some. He, so he like frame. got one frame, stuff, like one particular frame, and zoomed in on some like speck of right. something that was in a gutter. There's like some like literally a speck of something. No, it was in the liner of the. Right, it was something yeah, ridiculous, something stupid. He's like, look at that. Yeah. I'm like, that took. 
for I don't remember maybe a five minute or three minute video mm-hmm. that took you hours to find to find. <laughs> Look at that! You should be so you could be on your forum and be like, so that's mm-hmm. that's the guy that has the brand new boat that he never takes out mm-hmm. that sits in his garage. Mm-hmm. He waxes it three times a week. He pulls it out in the driveway. He brings his buddies over, mm-hmm. and then he pushes it right back in the garage. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't salt. have a beer over. Oh, you right. don't put beers on it. Get that seltzer away from my boat, bro. <laughs> no, that's the guy that goes spent back in the garage. $94,000 no on kid him, saw this, and went, fuck. No trulies on the driveway, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just be ready, Jameson. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the same can be said for going. somebody that you know, continues to rub and polish on the, on the hull. Mm-hmm. And I would invite you to go climb under old 33 and look at the bottom of that fucking boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry about what she, I mean, it's going to get scratched to fuck up. Oh, I, so the bottom, yeah. the bottom's done. Okay. On mine, the bottom's done. The top's in progress. Top's a work in progress. She's got her top off right now. Oh, she's a little mm-hmm. beauty. I've started calling them beauty marks. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's kind of nice to be able to be like, yeah, actually use this. Like, like you, you get a scratch on your boat. It's painful as heck the first the time. The first time Dude, it was. But yes. then you're like, and it's, like mm. it's got a scratch on it because I don't just leave mm. it in my garage. It's because I go out, I fish it, I pull it. So there's a some dude's maniac kids run on it on a dock like it's just, <laughs> it's huge. You know, I'm oh, still that was heated about that. <laughs> Where was that when we were eating? JB's. JB's. So Ben, with your skiff, yeah, are you finding it more or less easy to get your charcuterie tray out on your sunset cruises without the? Uh, Spring installed on the hatch. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There's, no, there's no hesitation. There's mm-hmm. no. It doesn't no, stop. It, no super aggressive spring sticking yeah. out a half inch into my gutter mm-hmm. opening. Um, no, it's funny. It's gone from. Do you not have a spring in there still? No, I've I've offered him to like <laughs> bring it up. I would be I his extra it. set of hands. Yeah. He, uh, Larry and I worked on. We put in the. I think it's too Push late. Holders. It's I think it's too late. I forgot the freaking spring. It's I think you I do like two pieces of. Um, Brian just said, "Quit messing with the spring. Just use webbing, bro. Just, just, just be done with it." Yeah, I'd put like just a oh, really no, heavy piece, spring. Of, yeah. really heavy piece of spring. leader, so it doesn't <laughs> fall over forward. But you have to hold it. That's why I have to do that. That's yeah. why I haven't been invited back to fish. I'm just like, ah, oh, you let it, you let it ride. The beautiful thing about it, if you break it, I can fix it. But, like, part of me has gotten to the point where Friday I will bring it. And we'll. It'll take five minutes. Exactly. It's just normally. You I don't become have a so accustomed to it. So, is that. I can't remember now. I think that hatch is a early uh, Brian Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I think we got it from him, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, he let us pop up. Oh, you do yeah. have a second hand, I don't know. Well. Kinda. All right. Carl, um, there's still time. 
we can get my boat done before Ben. <laughs> before Ben, is right. But the, the funny thing is, like, you can. You gotta get them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's true. Dude, it's that's like it. every screw. Every, yeah, every, it's like, but it's like. Tram you, everything. The boat for the last year has been at Everywhere. 95%. Yeah. And it's like the last 5%, you just get to the point where you're like, screw it, dude. Do I even care? Like, right. yeah. case in point, I was like, I was, Larry was like, why don't? Why haven't you ever put C-Deck in your boat? I'm like, dude, because like they got to come measure it. And I finally did it. It was like, I saw Dustin Welch did his. I'm like, dude, I'm going to mess this up. It's going to be a little bit rough, but I'm just going to freaking go buy the sheets. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do it myself. And I went to Fiberglass, Florida, bought $26 worth, which pretty much does everything on my boat. And I... <laughs> made one wrong cut here and like perfectionist me was like Ugh. I was like whatever <laughs> yeah, stuck it on and, yeah and people have been, like I've had people be like oh you missed a spot I was like yeah I truly don't care I'm you're, fishing it I'm gonna your left foot will never be the same that little indent that little indent your yeah. foot you're, you're gonna walk in a fucking circle it, I might it's not gonna pull straight <laughs> you need a logo carved in there mm-hmm. and, and it's just maybe the state of Florida mm-hmm. so everyone yeah. knows how big of a Floridian some, you some are like topographical <laughs> map lines growing. all over it and stuff yeah. well, you gotta it has you can to probably get a stencil salt life <laughs> flow. Mm-hmm. put it in there with a router spray paint it yeah um, so no doubt pred life <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah there's like you know it, it's basically down to is your AstroTurf on order? No, I'm not an idiot. Mm. Um, if I if I was going to redo my skiff, I would definitely go AstroTurf, mm-hmm. and I would go hundred uh, percent uh, Boise Blue. Ooh! If you're going to do AstroTurf, do it right. Wouldn't that be nice? Be um, no, but it's like the. I last mean, if you're going to fucking do it, make a statement. <laughs> Kentucky <Yeah>. Blue, <laughs> Washington Gray, or something. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. You do need a helm pad. Those See, feel pretty dang sweet yeah, but I don't, on the feet. The way my skiff... Here's an idea. The floor drains. You sit down. Which, got, I got it. That's not cool. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's cool. Um, the way my cockpit floor drains, it gets if, when it's in the water, it's very flat in the back. So if you put a helm pad there, you're going to get oh, like, you're gonna water buildup. Build so you up. have to like leave a channel in the middle. I just don't care. I'm, I don't... See, no, I got you. We're flip-flops. Change. Mm. No, I just want to change, change the angle of the you floor did. so it drains no. more proper when you can put the helm pad in. No. Mm-hmm. Bilge pump, maybe? I have one. <laughs> My heavier, just have a really heavy outboard. <laughs> Bilge A. You know. My cowling broke the other day. Oh, how'd that happen? I don't know. I ben. went to pull it up, ben. and you know where the mm. two screws go in the back of those mercury cowlings, where that triangle that the latch, mm-hmm. that, it, they just stripped out. Mm. Oh yeah, and the truth and I, that I've got five more cowlings in the shed. I have an idea. I, I do too. You just fill it with epoxy and re-drill and tap. Oh no, I was there. talking about who did it, but. Oh. No, I did it. I reached down and pulled it up and it popped. Yanked and, it. Yeah. There has never been a better time. Oh, there he goes again. Did we mm-hmm. lose you again? No, I'm out. Never been a better time to go for a, a race cowling. Get your, get your skeleton out. Oh, yeah. Get your big blown headers coming out the side. All right. R. You Cherry bomb an R. 
Cherry bomb. <clears throat> no, that Merc's going to stay exactly how it is. Lame. Pure race. Mm. So I'll tell you, fellas, I'm getting a little... I second that yawn. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, it's already tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fucking Monday. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. I gotta go to work. All right. So um, I think we're going to call it at this point. Um, Been a wonderful day. A little gentlemen, casting. Little congratulations. Good event. Yes. Ben, thank you for staying awake for the podcast tonight. It's been a, a pleasure. It's been a pleasure having you the whole time. Beat Montana story. You did better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You weren't so damn boring this time. So, uh, that's going to, what are we, uh, 67? 67 or so. And uh, two more episodes, fellas. Thanks for joining us yet again here in the Taylor Park. And uh, do us a solid. Go to the website. Buy some merch. It funds our beer.